From our sponsor, Travel World on King, Sally Lucas joins me. Good afternoon, Sal. How are you? Great, thanks, Colin. Good afternoon to you as well. And today, as you've indicated to our listeners, we do have a guest. And it is François-Xavier Coe from Paris, France, um, the Latin Quarter on the left bank. And he's come to share uh, some wonderful, I guess, bits and pieces about what we can do on the left bank of Paris and particularly in the Latin Quarter. Welcome, François. Uh, good afternoon, Sally. So, come on, tell us more. <laughs> some of the secrets, some of the little things we might know about the Latin Quarter. Well, the Latin Quarter is definitely the oldest and most interesting part of Paris. It has a lot of uh, secret alley, a lot of place to visit. Some are famous and some are not so famous. So you can easily walk from the Notre Dame, uh, stop at the famous Place Saint-Michel with the Fontaine, mm-hmm. um, walk past the Sorbonne, very famous uh, um, for a student, and then past the Pantheon, visit the Saint-Étienne-du-Mont Church, and then start walking down to the other side of the Latin Quarter through the Mouftar Market, which is an open-air mm-hmm. market. Very famous, lots of little stores, little cafe, um, cobbled alley. And uh, the Mouftar Street is actually the old um, road to Italy uh, when it was uh, Lutetia, wow. the Roman in the Roman Empire. So this street has a very long history and it has not changed shape since the 14th century. Wow. And I was reading too about an old tree. That was, there's a bit of a, I've heard a, a sort of, consensus of opinion changes whether it was first grown by a seed brought by someone or other in 19 no 1602 or 1650 and it's considered to be the oldest tree in Paris and I'd never heard of that before it was only when I just started researching the Latin Quarter on, on the computer yesterday and it's I think it's near the uh, the marble fountain of the Place Saint-Michel or somewhere in that area and apparently it's so old that a lot of it's propped up with concrete and so on too, and it's got a vine growing over it now as well. So. Oh yeah, it's near the Fontaine Saint Michel, exactly. Yeah, There's this place so, where you have this tree, uh, and yeah. and you find it. It's very old. Yeah, but it's also famous, I guess, for all the artists, writers, philosophers, revolutionaries. All exactly. Sorts of well, people, you have you know. to know that that the the latest, the last revolution we had in this era is the 1968 student revolution. That's that's right. It all right. started there, yeah. and, and we know where it ended. So it's. Uh, Yes, and of course, I mean, looking at, I think, was Ernest Hemingway, I mean, in his book, A Movable Feast, was all set yeah, around it's, that it's, Latin it's, Quarter The Latin area. Quarter has always had this vibe about, you know, writers and philosophers, all driven by also the young crowd from the university, you know, all the students. So it's it's definitely different. It's not like the very aristocratic 6th arrondissement, which is next to it, or yes. the Grand Dame 7th arrondissement, which is a bit further. The, the 5th arrondissement has really had a, um, a soul and things yes. moving on, you know, with the student life. Um, a lot of cafes, a lot of small restaurants, markets. So it's it's very the interesting bohemian. part. Yeah, exactly. Very bohemian area. Yeah. Uh, but still in a nice way. You know, it, yes. it's it's nothing nothing uh, nice or shabby. I would say it's it's, it's no, very no, no. very very nice. And more and more um, people are interested in this area because they think it's it's a truly Parisian area. It has not gone through this modernized uh, um, habit they have in other areas. Yeah, Yeah, I had friends stay there with two daughters, you know, young teenage daughters recently, and they stayed in the Latin Quarter, and they just absolutely loved it, fell in love with it. They hadn't been to Paris before, so, you know, two teenage girls, and they just, even the girls were just, you know, enamoured of the whole area, and they couldn't get over how less expensive it was to eat, etc., in the Latin Quarter than it was to some of the other arrondissements, so it's got that in its favour as well. Exactly, and it's, it's, it's not only it's 
cheaper. It's also very safe. So really, mm. um, the, the, I can imagine the girls going out, you know, having their own drinks at a, a terrace and a cafe uh, by themselves. Absolutely no problem. Very it's, safe. It's really and, and of course, you know it so well because you've virtually grown up in the area. And yeah. I know your family has, you know, a hotel, a three-star hotel in the area. Can you just let our listeners know what a typical three-star hotel in Paris does offer? Well, it's it's usually you have a um, um, the three star rating is very it's very wide. So usually you have like um, um, good accommodation. Now more and more hotels have air condition. Not not mm-hmm. that's very common. Uh, the thing to look at is is the the building it's set in, and but usually it's like really nice accommodation. Um, breakfast only. There's mm-hmm. usually no restaurant because you have the choice of cafe, uh, and then all the hotels are open twenty four seven in Paris, and mm-hmm. they have night keeper. This is the law. So. Any okay, hotel in yes. Paris will always be open for you uh, day and night. Yes. And I guess some have lifts and some don't. It does depend yeah. on the age of the building, of course. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, most of them have lifts now. It's been a requirement yeah. for the okay. since the new star rating came in place uh, two years ago. Uh, lifts are, are mandatory. Yeah, you okay. must have one. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I just can't wait to go back having you Well, here you're today. more than welcome, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take you I'm for coming, a glass Sally. of champagne. <laughs> you're coming too, <laughs> Carlo. <Yeah. laughs> I'm a real Francophile and I talk about yeah. France a lot on our program, as, as I, our listeners probably know, and they probably think I, I speak too much about Paris and not about it. It's as beautiful. much about everywhere else in the world or France, well, but yeah, but it's a wonderful. Well. I mean, it's a wonderful city with all the arrondissements, and of course, each arrondissement offers you something different anyway. Well, I think that's the great thing about Paris. Exactly, they I agree move with from you. one to the yeah. next, and they abut each other, but they can be so different. Exactly, and what so. they have to offer. So it's just a fabulous city to it's visit. A, it's a multi. Uh, like we have, uh, you know, you have people that goes to Paris every year, and then they mm. they say, okay, this time we're going to visit this specific area, you know, and yes, each time they yes. concentrate on one area, and they mm. get they really get like um, they buy. Um, books with specific uh, walking tours, and then they can rediscover the small street that sometimes even us we don't know. You know, um, that, yes. that's how we learn also. And some of these little covered passages or that are still there. Exactly, and, you, know, you always have, and it's yeah. and it's moving. So, and then you can stop because you have time. You can stop and have a drink. You know, have at yeah. a cafe. Just experience the Parisian life, which is very important. Just yes, don't definitely. always do the touristic. Thing. And give yourself enough time. I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough time in a large totally. city. You you can't just go there for a couple of days. It's yeah, just, I agree with you. It's just not enough. You know, it's, you're better off just concentrating and doing it well and doing it properly. Exactly, I agree with you. We, you know, yeah. too many too many people just want to see the whole of Paris in four days, which is literally impossible. Literally impossible. Exactly. <laughs> what happened is basically you miss out everything because That's you right. want to do everything. That's so. right. Well, it's been wonderful having you on the program today. Thank you very much, And I'm Sally. sure you'll help encourage our listeners out there no, to travel so. to Paris and the Latin Quarter. Thank you very much, Sally. Thank you so much. Thank you. We are talking travel this afternoon for our sponsor, Travel World on King. It's 18 after 1. Online and on your smartphone. Easy listening to new RFM 103.7 with Bluestone and Wind and Rain. Sally Lucas from Travel World on King joins us. And we're talking a little bit more about France, is that right? I'm sticking there for just a little bit longer. You can stick there as long as you like. Only because I love it so much. And I'm sorry if I'm boring you all out there, but no, I'm, I'm not boring you, I'm sure. Uh, this is about cycling. So anyone that still likes to do something with a little bit of adventure in it, um, but not, not difficult cycling. Most of it's flat cycling. But if you like to be an outdoorsy person, some people don't like to 
be, you know, sitting in a coach all day or a car all day. So a cycling holiday, particularly there's lots of areas in Europe, not just France, of course, where you can do some wonderful cycling holidays. So this is the Canal du Midi, which is a, a grand 17th century canal, which actually links the Mediterranean Sea to the Atlantic Ocean. And it's now considered a UNESCO World Heritage Site, the actual canal, because it was built so long ago. It was such an engineering feat. When you think 17th century, that's a long time ago to have built a canal. Yes, very um, So you're getting through to see some picturesque landscapes of southwestern France, of course, and you get lovely rewarding views from, from your bicycle. Uh, you know, lovely tree-lined towpaths along the canal, and you go and admire the um, some of the medieval towns, including Carcassonne, which is a beautiful fortress town with the walls still all around the town, and 12th century castle, I mean cathedral, not castle, in Narbonne. And you also ride into the heart of the Minervois wine region where you go through some of the really prettiest scenery that you're going to see in southwest France. So this is a, an eight-day cycling holiday, and it operates from April through to November. Um, so you've got plenty of months to choose from. It doesn't operate in August because it can get a bit hot, but April, May, June, September, October, November at uh, operates and it's through a company called Explore Worldwide Holidays. So, you know, you can go and have a look at that, talk to your travel agent, and it includes obviously your bicycle hire as well as a support vehicle in case you're probably cycling an easy roughly 38 kilometres average per day and you'll get breakfast included and it's a 21 gear hybrid bike. So it's, it's got plenty of gears and, you know, all you would Not need. Wear on you it. out straight away. Yeah, yeah. And so you have the support car that takes your luggage and so on. You're still staying in lovely accommodation each night and, and then you just just enjoy the cafe lifestyle for lunch and dinner. So Yeah, I could manage that, I think. Yes, and that way you can eat and cycle and yeah. know that you're not going to put on the weight, hey? yeah. hopefully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I'll, I will digress now and move away from France, uh, but just to also just let you know uh, a bit of airline news now. Uh, Virgin Atlantic has been flying out of Australia for a number of years now, but they've actually decided to withdraw their services effective 5th of May from their Sydney to Hong Kong route. They will still continue flying from Hong Kong through through to the UK, but they're saying it is not profitable for them to operate the run anymore out of Australia. So there you go. Um, now, Hawaiian Airlines, they've got something new, which I think is excellent, that came across my desk the other day. For only an additional $100 each way on your flight from here to Honolulu, you can have an extra comfort seat. Now, that's not a lot to pay. You get five more inches of leg room. Uh, which gives you a full 36 inches of room to stretch out and relax. You get priority boarding at the departure gate, complimentary on-demand in-seat entertainment featuring dozens of movies, TV shows and more, personal um, electric power outlet, outlet, should I say, outlet, to charge laptops and other electronic devices. You get a complimentary pillow and blanket on all domestic routes and on international it's a souvenir pillow and blanket, and plus complimentary meals and services. Took a so <laughs> that's that's really good, isn't it? For only an extra hundred dollars in each direction. Oh, I think I could manage that. The leg room, you know, is certainly a tall person. That really makes a lot of difference to the comfort factor. I, I find on your I find that on planes. I'm quite tall myself. Yes, and on, on on I find it on you know planes. It's just normal mm. seating. It's just well, even for me, cramped. and I mean, I'm probably in the old scale, five foot six, five foot six a half. I still find a lot of the, um, especially domestic services, you do not have a lot of legroom. But international, if you can pay a little bit extra, I can guarantee anyone out there, it is worth every cent. I can assure you. Um, one more little bit of airline news to let you know is Etihad Airways is going to operate a double daily Dublin service. That's hard to say, isn't it? 
three Ds, Double Daily Dublin. That's I'll mm. let you say that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is incredible. But Etihad's one of the fastest growing airlines in the world. They are uh, from the United Arab Emirates. They fly uh, into Abu Dhabi from Australia with direct connecting services. Once upon a time, to get to Ireland, we always had to go through the UK. Whereas now, this is really, we've got a lot of Irish ancestry in Australia. So this is a great connection so people don't have to go through London. And London has very high airport taxes as well, which can add to the cost of your fare. So if anyone who really just does want to go to Ireland, yeah. that's incredible to think they're going to have twice a daily service that will carry you through to Dublin. Okay, Sal, let's continue more of your easy listening favourites coming up soon. We'll continue talking travel. Here's Charlie Pride at 2 and URFM. On air, online and on your smartphone. Easy listening to and URFM 103.7 with Charlie Pride and Crystal Chandelier. Now, Sally Lucas is back with us for our sponsor Travel World on King and Sal. Where are we off to now? We're venturing We've got away. hot deals now. Ooh. So we'll do the hot deals in the marketplace um, to let everyone know what sort of nice little specials might be out there to grab hold of. Um, there are early bird savings out already for winter next year coming up, or European winter I'm talking, 2014-15. If you book before the 31st of May, um, there will be discounts available with Backroads Touring on their winter program. Now, this is a new program they've got for this year that they haven't had before. And as we've said before, they're small group touring, maximum of 18 passengers, and they're doing some lots of wonderful, wonderful trips. Um, and also they've got some discounts for their current program for the summer season, up to 10% uh, discount if you book by the 28th of Feb on a whole range of tours, including London to Paris via the Channel Islands. And that would be lovely, 11-day, 10-night package that does England, Guernsey, Jersey and France. And that starts from a touch over $4,000 per person. Lots of great early bird savings available for next year, again, coming out already for river cruising. So that's really early. A lot of them are at this year's prices and some of them you've got to book and pay by April to get your discount and others are until sold out. So lots of discounts there as well as on the barge boating holidays. Outdoor travel up for new bookings made up to the 28th of February this year are offering discounts of up to 20% off their European boating holidays. So we've got lots of great early bird deals still happening for this year and into next year already. Um, coming back to Australia for just a moment, we won't leave Australia out of the mix in our in our lovely little travel arrangements here. Departing from Sydney on the 12th of May this year, there's a Norfolk Island all-inclusive package. Now it's return flights with Air New Zealand X Sydney, seven nights accommodation at the Ponderosa Resort, seven days car hire including insurance, a half-day island tour, a Norfolk Blue Farm tour, a breakfast bushwalk, a four-wheel drive tour, the list goes on and on. Glass bottom boat tours, cheese making tours, cliff top drinks, dinners, shows, amazing. The inclusions are incredible. Now this is through Oxley Travel and that starts at a price of around about $2,400. Speaking things French, we talk French Polynesia as well now and there's some wonderful deals also going to Tahiti at the moment but only on sale till the 23rd of February where you can get all inclusive holidays to Tahiti for around about $2,500 per person. Um, July this year, there is a, a return from Rio to USA, they're calling this cruise, where they have a ship based and they do a one-way trip to return it to cruise a different area. So this is going from Rio de Janeiro and you're travelling through Brazil to Santos um, and then you're going up through Barbados and the Caribbean, Granada, Curacao, Aruba, 
Jamaica, the Cayman Islands, and you end up in Miami. Now, this includes airfares each way with Qantas from Sydney to take you both into Rio and back out of Miami home. 14 July, it's a 22-night package, and that starts at a touch over $5,000. So that is a wonderful package. There's lots of great early bird deals out there, as I said to you, as well as the cruising deals that are available with lots of discounts, even on Royal Caribbean. And they've got a sale which goes up till the 28th of February where you can save up to $2,100 per person on various cruises. So as usual, Colin, we have got lots of great deals in the marketplace at the moment. So it's a matter of getting out there, getting into your travel agent and grabbing a bargain while you can and while they're still available. Well, there you go. So thanks very much for that. You're back next week. I am back next week. Any more secrets about the new travel world? No, not yet. It's coming. Is that, gonna, is that all you're going to We're hold? keeping you there with bated breath. Oh, Just wait and watch this space. Sadly, Lucas from our sponsor, Travel World on King. It is 26 to 2.